Good song. Yeah, got all the names. All the names. SABC choristers. After, what was that? After 96. Later. <laughs> we had to agree. Let's see. I wonder if some songwriters trying to rhyme all the names of the current squad. Because who knows? Let's see if Dr. Mechi Mahoba knows. Although, Dr., you, you, you've been... I don't want to say wrong, but you've been wrong over the last couple of weeks. Yes, I have now have to eat my <laughs> humble pie. Uh, there were a lot of surprises, and I can actually explain the surprises. Yes. So with the game between Senegal and Ivory Coast, uh, Senegal had never beaten Ivory Coast in a competitive match. So I think with that game, they choked still. So history was not on their side. Mm -hmm. So Ivory Coast was about to pull above their weight because they know they've done it against Senegal in all the instances. And with the game against Morocco, South Africa played so well. I think they were so in charge of the game. Even though Morocco tried to come back after they scored the first goal, they managed to remain composed. And the penalty missed by Morocco did not help matters for the, for the Moroccan team. That's why South Africa managed to compose themselves throughout the game. And I think this is what you and I have spoken about, that there's some Hugo uh, mm. magic in the team. Mm. The team is so compact in a sense that they play short passes. And even when the, uh, the passes are long, they come in the form of through passes and they've been so clinical. And I think that has worked for them and they have a chance to win the Afghan if that's the mentality they, they've given. And I think the fact that the squad is made up of Sundance players that have played in Af Africa, mm. have experience and they are so hungry. If you check somebody like Mvala and these are hungry players and I think if they continue the momentum South Africa has a chance to go to the final the, what what you say about the the squad, the Sundowns t players in this? There's a couple of extras in there as well from overseas as well. But the Sundown squad is is that still the Pizzo side, or is it the uh, is it the uh, the new Sundown side, it, or is it just a squad that the players know each other so well? I think the players know each other so well. They've played as a team, and there's that sort of unity, mm. but. Equally, one doesn't want to take the credit away from Hugo because the pattern that I've been playing, the short pass that I've spoken about, they, they, they've remained compact and they don't lose the ball easily. And I think that has been the key factor of Fanawa Fanawa, that they don't lose the ball easily and they are able to recover when the ball is lost. And I think that has worked well for them, that the hunger, the attitude is what has been working for them in this tournament. And I think if they continue the same momentum, the mentality, they are able, they will be able to go very far. Hugo Bruce has always been confident. I guess that is, that is trickling down into the change room as well. He's always said, this is, this is my goal. This is what we can do and we can do it. Don't yet. He, he, he's, he's had a go at journalists who didn't trust him. Uh, it's, it, I'm sure that is trickling down into the players as well. Yes, definitely. I think the mentality across the continent is that if the team does not con contain 
a lot of players from European League. Mm, mm. The chances of the team exploding within the group stages are quite high. But South Africa has managed to do very well with local players. And I think now people are kind of even saying that maybe this, the standard of, standard of PSL has gone high. But with the quality that we've seen, I think that should be the case that they've played so well. There's no doubt that the, if this is the type of players we have in the PSL, it means the, the league is doing something correctly. And I think Hugo Bruce has something to, to celebrate because even if they were to lose in the in tonight's match, they would have still played very well because Morocco is number one in the African continent yes. in terms of the high rig, the, the rankings, and they've managed to beat them 2 nil. 2-0, it's not an accident. It means that they've been able to do something correctly in the game, and I think they frustrated the team until uh, they even managed to get a red card in the, at the crucial moment of the game, and they managed to win it. And I think going forward, if this is the mentality they have, they have a chance of going to the finals, eventually winning the AFCON. Let's talk about tonight's game. It's what have they played? Five matches against each other, six matches against each other. It's it's pretty even. One, one, two, three, four, five. Two wins for South Africa, a draw, then two wins for Cape Verde. There was that terrifying, quali- terrible qualifying in 2017. It is this. Can can we look at those? Would Hugo Bruce look at that and go, "Come on, guys, we need to up our game a little bit." Yes, because. Cape Verde is a surprise package. You go there thinking that there's a small, there are a small team, you're going to be surprised. I think they must be even more cautious and stick to their game to the fullest because you have seen in the throughout the tournament, this has been a shining team that surprised a lot of mm. people. So now we are playing against this team and they have so many good players, even though they are a small country. So it's for South Africa to make sure that they don't underestimate their opponent because this tournament generally has been the tournament of the underdogs. And yes. if yes, if we uh, downplay uh, the threat that Cape uh, Verde has showed throughout the tournament, the team will have itself to blame. I think if they take the game to them and make sure that the hunger that we have seen in the back and in the middle of the park has been showed, the discipline the ability and the desire to recover the ball and is lost, I think we have a chance. Because even our keeper, if you check the game against Morocco, the keeper was on top of his game. They've been there about four shots that were tricky, but he managed to handle them quite easily. So the defense is good, the middle field is good. So it's now for South Africa to even show mm-hmm. us that it's easy to beat Kefler, even though they've been so amazing throughout the tournament. Talk about the mentality, and I alluded to this earlier on in the show. So they've beaten, as you say, top-ranked African sides, World Cup semi-finalists. Their next, competi- their next if they win, is Nigeria. Uh, is there a, a possibility that go, go, the, the team go, okay, we've done so well, we have to do well in our next game, we just have to get past Cape Verde, and they, they maybe drop the ball? Yes, I think if they pass against Cape Verde, the, the the momentum and the spirit is going to increase because if you check the team, as I've said, it has played very well. So it will be something desirable to do that the team has qualified number one in the group stages. They've gone to play so well. Now we've beaten them. Then it means that we are doing something correctly. And I think with Nigeria, Nigeria is one of the teams that has been quiet throughout the tournament because they've not been scoring a lot of goals. But they are a good team. But doesn't mean that with the type of football that you are playing, 
it doesn't mean that we won't be able to frustrate Nigeria because I think what South Africa has been able to do, and which is quite new in the South African football, is the ability to keep the ball and to exchange the ball among several players. And I think if they continue with this style of short passes and not being wasteful, they will be able to do well. The defense, the pace, the strength is there. So they have no excuses that there's a loophole in the defense or, or in the middle of the park. Mm. They have everything they need to in the continent. I mean, the AFCON. So it's really up to them whether they beat Kefred and whether they're going to finish off Nigeria, which has not been producing a lot of goals throughout the tournament. Yeah, and what you said earlier about it wasn't a mistake to score those goals against Morocco. The fact that we're putting balls in the back of the net is is a, is a new thing for Bafana Bafana sides, and it's great to see. Yes, definitely. Now, this is what I said when we were talking about the, the, the game between Morocco. I said if they manage to contain the game and not concede, mm, mm. they have a chance. And I think even... We, we don't have a history of coming back and finishing the game. Our strength is in starting first and maintaining the lead. And I think even today, if that was the case, we score and we make sure that we maintain the lead throughout, that would be wonderful because South Africa has a mentality of just fragmenting once they concede. You have seen always what happened to Persita. When Persita missed that penalty, mm, the team mm. was quiet. They were, they were out of the game. And I think the same thing happened to Morocco. Morocco were pressing South Africa. And, and then once uh, the, the Morocco missed the penalty, then they were kind of running like headless chickens on the pitch, not knowing where to go and how to kind of restructure the game and how to contain the take the, the game back to South Africa, away from South Africa. And I think with us even in today's game, if we score first and manage to maintain the type of appetite, desire, and the pace that we've seen in, in the defense in terms of recovering the ball, we kind of have an opportunity mm. to go very far with this squad. All right, Nigerian DRC through. Mali and the Ivory Coast goalless after 66 minutes. Looks like that's going to extra time. Cape Verde against South Africa. Are, we, are you putting are you putting a, a rand or two on South Africa to win this? Yes, I think given the the the, the surprise against Morocco, mm. considering Morocco has a very strong team and they score, and we've managed to take the way game perfectly take the game away from them quite perfectly, we have a chance. But South Africa has a tendency of choking against Nigeria. Yes. If you check our history with Nigeria, we have struggled against the team. Maybe now we don't have to look to history. Maybe with this squad, the kind of compact and the compatibility we have within the players, maybe we have something. So we, got to, we just have to look for how do they fare in tonight's match, which I'm confident that with what they've given us against Morocco, the composure, the ability to recover the ball, and the self-belief, actually. And we, we, we kind of have an opportunity. And something that has been missing throughout the tournament is to have individual creative players in a team. And I think in the form of South Africa, they have Zwan. Zwan is able to create uh, a space for his teammate. And I think if he continues in his, 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 his played in tonight's match and he's able to to, to create those spaces and give one or, one or two players and be able to lead the ball, we have an opportunity to pass, get past Cape Verde.
And he was in, Temazwane was in the two losses to Cape Verde as well. So there's that experience, that knowledge of, of playing against that side. Yes, definitely. And I think they, they haven't really recovered from those two losses <laughs> because they kind of downplayed that it is a weak opponent. Unfortunately, to their surprise, Kefrede won two, those two games because when you compare the quality that South Africa has and the type of resources yes. that we have in the football, and when you look at Kefrede as a small island, less in the population, us on our side, we have the numbers on our, on our side, but it's such a small uh, uh, island, so they, they kind of, I don't think they have kind of get past that. So this game is a crucial one, so they have an opportunity to put those two mistakes in the past to bed and focus on uh, playing Nigeria. Dr. Mechi Makhova, thank you very much. And let's see, we'll catch up with you again next week. Independent soccer yeah. analyst giving us all the FCON lowdown.